As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Financial Choices Matter. We appreciate your time on the podcast. Charles and myself talking investing, finance, and retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor. I am not. I'm the guy that lobs him in questions. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Fine. We we have always socially distances. That's distance right. Distance ourselves yes, here sir. because I'm here in Scottsdale. You're in North Carolina. Yes, sir. And that's about as close as I want to get to you, Mark. Oh, no man. Wow. Just, just coming out swinging. Yeah, just, just, exactly. Just throwing jabs. I got to start dodging these. I got to work on my, right. on my defensive attack game here. He's coming That's out right. swinging. Are you doing okay? You guys safe? Everything good? Oh uh, yeah, it's fine. Yes, we're we feel bad about all all that's been going on, and uh, you know, it's we seem to have turned the corner. We'll see. I, we'll you know, see. Hopefully yeah. that. Uh, we learned from all of this, and we're much better prepared when something like this comes around again. Well, hopefully, hopefully. And you yeah. were telling me that uh, recently you've moved to the surface of the sun. It sounds like because oh it's yeah, about it's a well, million yeah, degrees. We're, we're we're recording this in early May, and it's hot here. Yeah, it's not as hot as it's going to get, but it's hot, and it's just hot early. So everybody's <laughs> never a fun even the sign, weather. Right? In the weather, even the weather people are going. Oh God, it's going to be this hot this long. Yeah, Whoa. it's going to be okay. a long summer. Yeah, it's the well, desert, dudes. It's right. Well, I suppose you could take, uh, they could take some solace in, you know, supposedly the bug doesn't like anything over what, 84 degrees or something. So there you go. It'll start cooking it right out of you. We'll see. You'll see. Well, we're going to talk biggest assets today and dive into this a little bit. So I thought this could be fun to take a look at, you know, even during this with all the stuff, you know, that's going on, we tend to, as humans, we tend to, obviously we can really focus in on something and, and it takes away our attention from other things and we can really lose sight of some things. And even outside of the COVID situation, are you maybe taking you know, some of the biggest assets to your portfolio for granted? Are you doing all you can for them to help them you know, maximize your puzzle piece, if you will, that is retirement? So we're going to dive into that a little bit. What, are you cool with that? Does that sound good? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. So is it possible that we should put more thought into these things? That's the first question I'm going to ask you. Before you well, even yeah, know what they I, are. I, well, yeah, it's what's what's not better if you put some thought into it, I guess, is the simplest response to go. that. But yeah. there are... You know, but most people don't spend a lot of time. You know, I've done this a long time. I remember the adage when I first got out of the business, people spend more time planning their family vacation every year than their financial future. Mm -hmm. And And it's still true. True. You do some work on it and then you sort of set it aside and you don't pay that much attention. And, you know, if you've got money that's not doing as much as it could be doing, then you just, you know, you're losing opportunity costs. There's nothing else. So it's all those kinds of things that you know, it's a little bit of effort to think about it, but at the same time, you know, that's what we're here for is to bounce ideas off or to throw some ideas out there and say, Hey, have you thought about this? Would this make more sense? Or how about something different? Or what aren't you getting that you'd like to get kind of thing as far as a, you know, the feeling of I'm in control of what I want to, what I want to be in control of. Exactly. All right. So good. Well, let's dive into these then. Biggest asset number one, we'll call it the 401k, but you know, it could be, you know, TSP or, you know, whatever. Right. But more than likely it's a 401k. Oh yeah. For lots of people. Yeah. That and, and a house, but that's the c- well, couple that's down number, on the, that's on the number list. Two, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 401k is, is uh, for lots of people that are participating. They've had the opportunity over the last 10 plus years, if they've been doing a good job of putting money in that there's, they can't have a significant amount of dollars in there. There's a couple of things about it. One of them is 
if it's a typical, a traditional 401k, it's tax deferred. And so someday you're going to pay tax on that when it comes out. And we talk to people all the time about possibility of if you've got a Roth option in your 401k, you mm -hmm. should probably, you know, make sure that you're, you know, maybe you're considering that. We talked about, you know, helping people get dollars and doing just IRA conversions, or, you know, to a Roth IRA. You know, the other thing that we've been working on here for the last couple of months is we have perfected, if you will, a way to take your dollars out of your 401k now, any amount, any time, any age, no taxes, no penalty. And it's a program that we're calling Rescue My 401k. And we're about ready to launch it. Oh, cool. Uh, if somebody would like to find out a little bit more about it, this is not an in-service withdrawal. This is a total, you could be 40 years old and have $250,000 in. And if you want to take it out and move it someplace else, you're not going to pay a tax. You're not going to pay a penalty. So it's a- uh, Rescue it's my those, 401k? Rescue my 401k. Awesome. We will, yeah, we're put the, the finishing touches on all of it right now. So by the time you're listening to this, the probability is it'll be live. Uh, this one, yeah, we're going to drop. Actually, I think we're dropping this one this week. So maybe not. So we're dropping okay. this, well, this that's podcast. Well, yeah. you know, we can, we can, yeah, we just haven't launched it officially, but we can do it. But we can, so, we can hint at it. <laughs> we can, yeah, well, we can make it work if you want to talk about it. So there you go. Call me. <laughs> All right. Well, so if you got questions about your 401k, cause it is, it is a huge asset for a lot of us. And of course, uh, Charles is working on some secret goodies there in the, in the science lab, <laughs> reach out to him at 480-513-1830. Ask about the rescue my 401k, go to pelotoncapital.com, send an email, whatever you'd like to do either way. All right. You mentioned the house. So yep. let's talk about the house a little bit now. For a lot of us, this probably could be the number one asset in a lot of ways. But right now we're all, you know, during quarantine, we're all probably fixing it or painting it or touching it up or cleaning this or whatever that. So we're taking a lot of that good care of it. But are you having it take good care of you with inside your, you know, retirement plan? Are you maximizing it? What are some things to think about? The house is always an interesting conversation with people because it becomes a very emotional issue because oh, yeah. when you talk to folks... I don't know, 95%, I've heard this quoted from a couple of different sources, 95% of the people would love to pass their home on to their kids. That's their, you know, that's kind of the legacy that they have. Right. It's where, you know, it's where they grew up, all of those kinds of things. And about 2% of the kids actually want the house. I was, I was going to ask you, I was like, well, how many yeah. of the kids actually want it? I would imagine they it's, don't not want very, the house. it's not very they many. Want, yeah. They want the value. Yeah. Not the house, not the physical house. So we have conversations with people all the time about, the equity in your house earns how much return every year for you from it as an investment. The mm -hmm. equity, it's zero. Equity doesn't grow. The value of the house grows. The mortgage balance goes down. So sure. the equity gets bigger, but it doesn't do anything by itself. We're a big proponent of educating clients on the whole concept of a reverse mortgage. And that is being able to take that is so use, funny the, use the value of your house now. Yeah. If when you qualify for it, you got to be at least 62 years old. But use the value now and just understand this might be appropriate for you. It might not be appropriate for right. you. We just try to get people to be open minded and say, wow, I want to have my house paid for when I retire. Why? That value doesn't help. Those dollars, you can't rip off a screen door and ticket to Safeway and buy groceries. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Do you, so, do you guys play? But, do you guys? Can I get some bread for this doorknob? Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> I got this toilet that I'm not using. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned the reverse mortgage, Charles. My wife and I were just talking about that because our daughter's in the Navy and she plans on right now, anyway, being in it for a career. And she's, I, she's like, I love the house, guys, but I don't foresee myself probably being able to stay there because I'll, I'll be, you know 
stationed yeah. who knows where. And so right. we had that conversation. That's funny. Continue. I just thought that was interesting. Oh, no, no, no. It's an interesting, interesting tool for the right people in the right circumstances. And again, it's not it's not the right thing for anybody, oh, everybody, because sure. yeah. it's just not. Right. But it's something that you need to understand. And then, you know, we put people in touch with experts in the reserve, in the reverse mortgage situation. And that's the way we work it. But it's just one of those things that you got to broaden your horizons. You got to look at stuff that's possible. Doesn't mean you have to do it. We just want to be sure that you have an idea that yeah, maybe this is a not a bad idea. It's another tool or another vehicle that could be yeah. at your disposal. Should it be the right scenario? Exactly. Okay. That's all. all right. That's all it is. So it's again, a two, it's it's a puzzle piece. It's a puzzle piece. That's right. So we're talking biggest assets here, and you know we have we have five on our list. We'll see if we get through all five of them that kind of make up this huge puzzle that is our retirement plans, and that is another you know area to consider is the home, social security. I guess if you were going to use the top three, you might call them like the milking stool, if you will, or just the stool of your you know right. your foundation. You got your four hundred one k, you got your house, and then you got social security which could be a lot worth a lot more than people realize could be. Well, if you take the, the value of the payments over your lifetime, it's a significant number. You don't treat it as an asset on a balance sheet, but it could be four or $500,000 of real value paid to you over a period of time. If you've ever worked, you're going to get, you know, for any length of time, you're going to get social security. And with the folks that have been that are, are sort of our sweet spot as far as the clients that we work with, which are probably 50 plus. So it's, it's coming up at some point in time. And when we get into the nitty gritty of it, it's just kind of, I know enough about it to be dangerous. And Sherry who's here <laughs> and, right. uh, is an expert and she knows that stuff inside out, backwards and forwards. And we go through the whole, what, how do you optimize this? How do you get the maximum benefit out of it? How do you strategize it? Especially if you're married and there's a, one of you is a higher wage earner. There's all kinds of things that you can do. And you just don't want to run in there and go, oh, I'm 62. I'm going to take it. Bang. That may not be the right idea. Yeah. So there's some very significant strategies because it is a big asset if you treat it that way. And it's one of those things that people, it seems simple on the surface, kind of. There's like 2,700 rules and thousands of interpretations of the rules. So it's really a complicated animal. You need to talk to somebody that really gets it. Yeah. And we have found, sadly, that a lot of other people in this industry think they know and then they don't. Okay. So another one to spend more. Sherry than, does. Trust me. Right. Sherry knows. So it's another one to spend more than just a couple of minutes on. Much like the four hundred one k, when we're for, when we're setting those up, if you're at a job working there, you're filling out the HR stuff. You go in and you probably pick a target date fund. You spend all of a minute on it, you know, and you just move on. And so that's you right. Know, you don't want to do the same thing with Social Security. You don't want to be like, well, I'm sixty two. Cool, I can get it and go get I'll it. Do it. You yeah, know, I, I mean, know. that might yeah. be the right thing, but it might not be. That's so right. take, take more than exactly. five minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, got to spend a little bit of time and talk to somebody that can, if nothing else, make you think about some of these well, things. Well, we could amend that saying you got to spend money to make money. You got to spend some time to see if you can make some money. Well, that's right. <laughs> so evaluate it a little bit. All right. So that's the three Let, biggies. Oh, go ahead. That's the three big. Let's do the, let's do the fifth one. Okay. The fifth one. All right. So on my notes here is a, just a bunch of smaller accounts, you know, oh. kind of that, uh, I don't know, menagerie of things we've collected. Right. Oh yeah, it's fascinating. I've got a bunch of baseball cards on my wall, but those were, you know, it's kind of like you've got a baseball card collection of small accounts for, that were here, there, and everywhere else. It's astonishing to us how people don't really think about. Well, I've got this over here, and I've got that there, and I worked here, and I put some money in this Roth IRA over here, and then blah blah blah. I said, well, how how come you've got twelve different accounts? Mm -hmm. Well, that's just because what I've. I said, how about if you had two? Would that make your life simpler? Oh yeah then why don't we do that? It's just that that's all there is to it. Let's make it simple. 
Gotcha. Let's just simplify things. There's enough stuff going on that makes life complicated. Let's not have this be one of those things. So consolidate them. You get all the stuff in one place, much easier to keep track of. If you're getting paper statements, way fewer pieces of paper to have to deal with. So it's just, you know, it's just that easy. Just simplify things, combine them. If you've got Iris, you've got an old 401k someplace, roll them all into one. You know, it's really easy to do it. Well, that's going to help you focus the dollars into getting some care and attention to where they might want to be. Because if you have this, you know, larger smattering of stuff, are you really assigning the money to work? Right. So it could be it could be over there lazing off. Right. Instead of being as efficient as it could be. And that's absolutely what we find all the time. Well, I really haven't paid any attention to that in years. Well, okay, let's Let's, pay attention. Yeah. Let's make it get to work. Uh, like a lazy teenager, kick it out and make it get a job. There you go. <laughs> no offense, lazy teenagers that are listening. I apologize. All right. <laughs> so, well, that there you go, folks. So biggest assets, a few things to consider, you know, make sure that you're putting the time in doing some diligence to looking at the 401k. Are you maximizing the efforts that it's doing? Are you making it you know, work hard for you? The home, are you talking with your advisor, working with an advisor about how the home is, you know, helping support you in the way that you're taking care of it. Same with social security. And then of course, looking at all these smaller accounts, lumping those all together and, or maybe, but maybe lumping them together and, and being more efficient that way. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. So with that said, we're going to move on. We're going to do a couple more quick things before we get out of here this week. Let's take a quick email question from Christina in Mesa. And she says, Charles, I have almost 150000 sitting in my savings account, and I'm tired of getting virtually zip on the interest, but I'm also too scared to invest it right now. So I guess I should just leave it there, question mark, question mark. Uh, yeah, we hear that all, all the time lately because yeah. you haven't earned anything on any of these savings accounts in a bank or even you know if you've got an interest-paying checking account. You're not making any money. Yeah. And I'll tell you what we did. I got a thing in the mail and I looked it up. It came from Toyota, the motor car company. Hmm, it came okay. from Toyota Financial. And if you go online and you Google income driver notes, it's basically Toyota Financials. That's the company that lends you the money when you buy a car or if you lease a car from Toyota. Okay. They're paying right now 2% on daily liquidity, easy peasy, electronically transfer your money from your checking account or savings account into Toyota notes. When I saw it originally, it was 2%. It's gone up to two and a half. It was even up at 2.85% not too long ago. It's back down to two now. Huh, it fluctuates. It's, it, you know, it's not FDIC insured, but Mike, because people will ask that all the time. Well, how can you do it? I said, well, it's honestly, gosh, if Toyota goes out of business, the banks will have been gone long before them. So I'm really not worried about FDIC insurance, but you're going to make some reasonably decent interest on it. 2% is not bad in this marketplace. And you just electronically transfer money back. If you use bill pay through your bank, we do that all the time. It's the same thing. I tell them today, I want to transfer money from my savings account into Toyota notes and it's in the account tomorrow. I want it back in a week. It comes back in a week. It's really easy. Hmm, um, interesting. It's, it, it's not an investment. It's not an investment product. It's, we tested it ourselves. And then we've been sharing it with some clients and they all think, you know, it doesn't matter to me if they do it or don't do it. It's just, just like, you know, Christina, like you said, I'm I'm making no interest in the bank. Okay. So go do this just, or put some of it there. You're going to make something. We made more in, in a month than we made in the last three years on our savings account. 
on the zero point zero one at the yeah yeah <laughs> right, if I were right. li- yeah if we were lucky anyway that's okay well that's that's, one of, that's so, one of those odd little things that just we sort of found saw and thought oh let's try this because I'm going to do it before I have a client do it for Pete's sake it's like yeah this works fine right right and I, like a lot of things out there there's definitely a lot of different options and vehicles no pun intended with it being Toyota but there's a lot of <laughs> things that, hey hey there's a lot of things out there that you can you know you can do some research on and learn or, or whatever the case might be and of course you know you always want to check Christina talk with your advisor or talk with Charles before you just you know willy-nilly do something but give him a call have a conversation ask him some more about it to explain a little bit better to you personally if you'd like 480-513-1830 that's 480-513-1830 or go to pelotoncapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N capital.com and send them an email that way as well. It's getting to know you time. All right, so we're going to wrap it up, my friend. We're going to get out of here. But before we do, I thought we'd do a little fun getting to know you thing. We haven't done those in a while. so Okay. You mentioned earlier the the baseball cards when you were talking about assets and different things. And and it got got me thinking. So... You know, back, you know, way back when folks used to be buried with an item that was, you know, very, had a lot of value to them, it was very personal, whatever the case might be. And we, I guess we still possibly do that, but it used to be very, very commonplace. So they could have it with them in the afterlife. If we still did that, and not saying that we don't, but if you wanted, if you had that done, what would you take with you? One of those baseball cards? No, I wouldn't. No. I have something, I have something else that's, I don't know that, well, there have to be a lot of people around the world that have it, but I don't know anybody, nobody that I've ever talked to or shared with has ever done this. And I have a postage stamp from Brazil and it, okay. it's commemorating Edson Arantes Donacimento's 1000th soccer goal. Pele. Do you know who he, you know who he is? Yeah, it's Pele. It's Pele. That's exactly right. The bicycle kick. The, well, yes. And lots of <laughs> others. Right. I know. He scored something like 1200 and some goals in yeah. his overall career. But this stamp is a Brazilian stamp that I got from a Season ticket holder when I was in the professional soccer business a long time ago in Seattle. Okay. And Pele signed it when he was in town. Ooh, so, nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. So that's the one thing. Cause when I, you know, we kind of have a hint on what some of these questions are before we record this. And it mm-hmm. was like, oh, that was, you know, and I said to Sherry, hey, this is an interesting question. She said, oh, yeah, Pele stamp. I said, that, that, that's it. So it's like, yeah, that was it. That's the only thing. That's the rest of it doesn't matter. It's the only piece of sports memorabilia that I kept out of my time in the, in the entertainment and sports business. Gotcha. So okay. Well, there you go. It's mean. It's meaningful. It means something to you. So you're taking Absolutely. Pele with you when you go. All that's right. right. Uh, my kids go. will be mad, but Th- that's too bad. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, folks. That's going to do it this week for our podcast. This is Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott, fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you would be so kind on Apple or Google or Spotify, whichever platform you choose. You can simply type in Financial Choices Matter in one of the search boxes for whatever app you use and you'll find it that way or you can go to pelotoncapital.com that is pelotoncapital.com charles my friend stay safe stay sane and we'll see you next time thanks mark Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.